Welcome back, people. It is episode three of season four of the Taxi Squad podcast. It is currently January 17th. You'll be listening to this on January 18th, which is always a Thursday, unless it is the holiday season. We got a fair amount to get into today. We have a strange and unusual. We have some coaching changes in college football. We also have some interesting NBA news on the docket and all of the wild card weekend breakdown and a fresh and new Bears corner. Yeah. It's the Taxi Squad podcast. Come on, everybody, celebrate. The Taxi Squad is here today. So lose the blues, kick back and relax for now. We talk about sports and stupid stuff. We'll probably be wrong in a mighty run. So welcome back. It's the Taxi Squad. Yeah. Vince. Yeah. How the hell are you? Dude, I'm doing great. I am surviving the frozen tundra that is Chicago, Illinois. Um, I was right. hoping it would be a mild winter, and that hasn't happened. We got a bit of a heat wave no, today. Not. 15 degrees. No way. 15 degrees. Look at us go. Wow. Up and up. I know. I walked outside with wow. shorts. I was butt naked, actually. Butt naked. Really? Um, yeah, dude. I was just hanging dog in my neighborhood. It was awesome. I mean, nobody was outside, so it's not like they saw you. Oh, people were. I outside. mean, you could. I mean, you could potentially risk, you know, frostbite and all that. Considering yeah. what it's like, negative twenty out there right hey, now. Yeah, at least somebody's biting it. You know what I'm saying? But it was. Uh, <laughs> it's been a good time. It's been a wild week. It's been a lot of uh, a lot of different sporting. Today's kind of the first time where we don't have a full NCAA slate. I feel like we do have Sad. some, but it's the yeah. first time in a long time. And we're starting to get to that oh, point, 10. so stick with us, people. NBA time's coming. Yeah, NBA time, and and then you know the the tournament comes up in mm, sixty days. Go but Texas, yeah. baby, go go all the orange teams. Gotta love the orange <laughs> teams. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, hey, I don't know what the cold's like anymore. I I, I don't know. Yeah, you got a nice you brisk know. sixty-six. This is like your good season. Oh, oh man, it's so it's just like you wake up every day. It's like oh, it's a little chilly out. And then everybody's just like, oh, you know, must be nice. Uh-huh. But then, you know, in the middle of summer, everybody's like, I couldn't fucking handle that. Yeah, I know. So it's, I'm not, it's, I won't give that to you. Like I said, I'll take the good with the bad. I understand that it's also that the other way around. Hey, it's one you of the best cities in the world in the summertime. I'll never deny True. that. Chicago is one of the best cities in the world during the months of June to August. After that, it's a toss up. I the mean, falls we've okay. Seen the snow. winter's fucked up. The winter's fucked we've seen, up. We've seen snow in April. I mean, it's we've Chicago, seen snow so. on Halloween. We've seen snow in April. We've seen snow in May one time. That was wild. Now, so. yeah. Yeah. No, you, you never know. Well, yeah, no, it's the dog days of uh, or becoming the dog days where it's, you know, football's coming to an end and basketball's yep. going to be in full swing. You know, Mike's got to get on on the ladder. And speaking of which, um, you know, f- basketball's the topic of conversation of our strange and unusual. Oh, boy. And it is strange. And it has to do with our most coveted and lovely God. basketball team in Chicago, oh. the uh, Chicago Bulls. They're the worst, dude. I love the Chicago Bulls, but they're also the worst team to ever exist of all time. Um, yeah. Should I? I mean, I'm going to go on a rant. I just want to put people. I want to tell people first. This is a trigger just warning if anybody out. hates rants. Um, get it all out. The Bulls did a ring of honor ceremony 
Uh, and they were essentially just celebrating everybody that's been good on the team, except for two glaring missing people. Uh, one of mm-hmm. which you may have heard of him. He goes by uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. He wasn't mm-hmm. there because why would you have a ring of honor ceremony with the best player to ever play? And then the other one that wasn't there was uh, Scotty Pippen. And he was pretty damn good, too. Um, I kind of wish that, like, Larsa Pippen and Michael's son was there, and then they could have just accepted it for I him, was but... just about to bring that up, the <laughs> fact that, you know, Michael Jordan's son, supposedly, allegedly, he doesn't approve of the relationship yeah. of his son dating Marcus. Larsa Pippen. But... Yeah, Marcus. Yeah. yeah. And I remember they all, like, went to, like, big high schools in Chicago mm-hmm. and, like, all that good stuff. And they yeah. thought, like, on oh, second coming. It was a whole but, thing. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it uh, essentially is still panning out, I guess. I don't know. But regardless, this isn't about them. So they have the ring ceremony, and they're announcing people. And they get to Jerry Krause. And Jerry Krause in the 90s, at the end of the 90s, everybody knew that he kind of imploded the team. And then when The Last Dance came out, it kind of introduced new people to the legend that was Jerry Krause that both built the best team in the NBA and destroyed mm-hmm. the best team in the NBA. Um, he has since passed, which also has gone over in the last dance. Um, so they announce him, and everybody starts booing, like usual. The only issue is, is that his widow was there, and she was accepting the award. So they start booing, and then they immediately just pan to her on the screen, and she's in tears, crying. Um, bad look, fucked up, by the bulls, fucked up. And I'm going to blame this on one man— and one man only, and his name is Jerry Reinsdorf because he's a stupid, stinky piece of poopy buttholes. And Jerry Reinsdorf knew this was going to be the, like, that's what people were going to do. People were going to do that. They see Jerry Krause's name, and they're like, okay, fuck that guy, boom, immediately. Didn't think for once, even the graphics team or Jerry Reinsdorf or anything, maybe we should have more guys from the 90s there, sure. Also, maybe show his widow before you show him. Maybe be, hey, she's here to accept the award, and maybe people would have booed less because there's a fucking widow there for her her husband. Not showing him and then immediately putting her on the jumbotron while everybody's like, boo, you suck. That is horrible timing. It's a bad time to do it. They did a Ring of Honor in 2023 where the majority of the good teams were in the 1990s. Don't know why they decided to wait this long to do it and then to have the participation that they had was questionable. The only person there that was like, good to have there was Phil Jackson, honestly. And besides that, I was kind of like, this seems weird. Jerry Jerry Reinsdorf is still living for 1998, like just like he does with the White Sox. He's just going to keep profiting off the fucking 90s Bulls and selling cool merch just like he does like the White Sox and never make a good team. And instead, he's like, how about instead of having a competitive team, let's make a widow cry all over the fucking stadium so everybody can see her just tearing up and crying because he likes tears and sadness, and that's all he cares about. All right, that's it. All right. So this is the one time I might actually be in support of Jerry because he doesn't okay. have too much to do with the Bulls anymore. That's more of a Michael Reinsdorf scenario, which is his son. Hey, He's that's half Jerry, baby. Far. That's half, that's half Jerry. Yeah. But no, it, it is notably his son. Now, Sell the team, I though, motherfucker. What are we doing? He needs to sell both teams. You know, he, he'll keep ripping his money from his Bulls and Sox camp every summer. But I hate them. <laughs> I think it's more so the to blame of the PR department for the Chicago Bulls. Sure. Okay. 
because they could have planned this a lot better. Why did they do and it? And you kind of went place. into that. I yeah, I know, I know. But they did it in the first place because they wanted to do it when the Warriors were in town because the Bulls played the Warriors and Steve Kerr is the yeah. main coach for the Warriors. He's right? also he's the, the main coach. guy on the Bulls ever. Like he's no. he's Kirk, he's the equivalent to Kirk Heinrich. And you're like, we got to make sure yeah. Steve's here. Fuck Michael. <laughs> Steve's got to well, be here. True. But to that. Wait till you play the Hornets. The I, I get it. But to the point, they probably should have based this entire thing around the fact, hey, Michael, hey, Scotty, can you both be here? And it's kind of like an afterthought, the fact that Steve Kerr would even be there, to your point. Now, chances are Ron Harper would have showed up. You would have had Tony Kukoc there regardless. You would have had... Yeah. You know, Phil who's Jackson who in the zoo? And all that, yeah. Phil, Phil's there. And yeah, and that's great to the point. But yeah, the Jerry Krause thing, the whole Last Dance documentary probably fucked that whole thing up. It fueled it again. It fueled of, the hate. It fueled the yeah, hate. Yeah, because at the end of that whole documentary, it was just like a Jerry Krause war path right. as to why he's the worst human that ever lived and right. why he tried to dismantle the, quote, dream team. Why so, he successfully dismantled the dream team. <laughs> well, he wanted Tracy McGrady. That was the point. And yep. he was trying to get rid of Michael and try and duplicate the success he had and do it again and again. But, yeah, that was probably a very poor taste of the PR department of the Chicago Bulls. Why would yeah, you Jerry, say to, to get the award for Jerry, his wife is here? Not Jerry Krause. Here's his crying wife. That was the fucked up Well, part, which no, is the they, PR. That's they not Ryan, been, That's not yeah. Reinsdorf's prop. That's not Reinsdorf's immediate fuck up. His fuck up was doing department. this in the first place. His fuck up was doing this in the first place. He's the person that's funding all of this. He approved it because he sees everything, and he's like, "Can't spend nine dollars. You got to make sure that's what a beer costs." So, like that—that's the thing. Like, it all goes up to him. It starts at the top. If his son's being fucked up, it's like, why does his son get the opportunity to do this? What has he done to prove himself? Jerry Reinsdorf. Cries poor all of the time. He is a poor. huge. He's got he his cries poor union money. He cries poor all the time. Do you think? But he's do not you think he's poor. a part of the Jewish community and they're building tunnels underneath the United Center all the way to Sox Thirty Fifth? Could be. <laughs> Could be. Because he's like, I heard there's people crying in the UC and at Comiskey at the same time. <laughs> I want to make sure I get pictures of both of them so I can add I, it to my fucked up collection. I want to be sure there's a tunnel that they yeah. build. From from all the way to the west side. Yeah, dude, that story's wild. The uh, the New York tunnels that people yeah. haven't heard about it. Fucking crazy. Yeah, talk um, about a strange and unusual. Like in New York, there is a guy who put on his Twitter or now X, like two years ago, that he heard like Hebrew being spoken underneath his garden unit. Yeah, I think it was Yiddish. Could, it was Yiddish. Yeah, it was Yiddish. Yeah. It was Yiddish, which is Hasidic Jews, and. He couldn't Ashkenaz? figure out what the fuck. Oh, it was God? Hasidic. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is it Ashkenazi? They have Hasidic? the curls. They have the curls. Uh, and they wear the hats. Yeah, I don't think Jerry's. I think Jerry's murdered too many people by rent gouging to be Hasidic Jew. <laughs> Either way, that that is a real story. Talk about strange and unusual. They're building tunnels underneath New York and Brooklyn, and it's like. For what? What do we think the tunnels are for? Can we can we hypothesize on the podcast what 
the Hasidic Jews are building a tunnel for? This can get dangerous quick. Um, well, no, <laughs> it's true. I don't know. What, are the, what do you have the need to build it? Like, there's guys coming out of the transfer goods and services, or maybe they're all yeah, doing no. crack and they're like, we don't want to put this on the street. Is there some sort of like underground Jewish drug ring going Bro, on? Bro, there's a lot going on with specifically Hasidic Jews that I didn't know never about know. until recent. So it could be a myriad of things. They could have been down there for a very long time. They might be like mole people. Um, I don't know if they can use computers, so we might be safe from the hate here, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not it's hate. Wild. It's just curiosity. Right. There's no hate involved. Yeah. I mean, unless they did something fucked up, then I do hate you. What? But regardless. Well, no, hate's a strong word. Strongly dislike potential. Yes. Okay, that's good. Um, See? But, yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry Reinsdorf was doing it so we can rent it out to them and, you know, <laughs> have them pay extra money because he doesn't have any money. No. Yeah, just like how both teams don't have analytics departments and both sports have become quite analytical over the past decade. Yeah. Baseball, you can make an argument is like 50% analytics and they don't have a team. They're just like, oh, that guy kind of rocks. Oh, I, I tested him. He's fine. They can meet with the mayor in Nashville, though. He's met with the mayor in Nashville. It's known. Oh, that's why he wanted to do that with the Bulls. So then he's like, the Bulls are also moving to Nashville. <laughs> yeah. No, what if I that mean, happens? Memphis. Hmm. What if that happens? I mean, could you Tennessee got the Bridgestone handle- Arena already. Could Tennessee handle two major basketball franchises? I don't think so. Could Tennessee handle any of it? Should they? Well, they have the Given... Predators. They have the Grizz- Memphis right. Grizzlies. Yeah. Right? And then you have Which the Titans. Which is like saying like the, yeah, it's like saying the Peoria something. Like, we're not going to give a fuck about a Peoria team. But like, no. it's, yeah, it's stupid. The whole idea is stupid. He's probably going to move the team, sell it for ugu amounts of bucks, and then stay alive for another 50 years because he's, like, mainlining child child blood to stay young, so. Well, in other news, Michael Kopik is in line for a hell of a comeback season, reports Agreed. claim. We'll see if that happens. Oh, um, yeah. But either he's way. Back. He's been back for the past three fucking years. Yeah. Either way, Reinsdorf, your piece of shit. The Bulls, horrible <laughs> fumble of the bag here. Bad timing to do it. You didn't think it out correctly. You didn't have a ring of honor for this long. Stop trying to live on the 90s and actually put a good team on the court instead of whatever this piece of shit team is right now. So, And build tunnels from the UC to Mortgage Park. Yeah. All right. So Reinsdorf can fucking ruin up more people's lives quicker. We're going to put a train that goes to and from. Actually, it already <laughs> exists. <laughs> it's called the Green Line. Um, anyways, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about college football because there's not much to talk about anymore. Yeah. Um, let's just start with this. It was a surprise. Nick Saban retires. It was a very mm-hmm. sad week in football last week for the record. You had Belichick bittersweet booted, which called it by the way, called it sad or bittersweet. Hmm. Bittersweet. In because the old words there... of Kanye bittersweet. You're going to be the death of me, but we're not going to, it's not going to be the death of, of us. Bill Belichick retired. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's not necessary. What are we doing? Not necessary at all. But truly, I, I do believe it was a very sad week because not only that, you had Pete Carroll get yep. like silently fired. It was like it's a the polite changing fire. of the guard, bro. Yeah, it was a polite fire. Uh, but I mean, three legends, respectfully, mm-hmm. in their sports stepped down. So and Arthur Smith. 
before we get into that, let's let's spec let's get a little hypothesize. Let's uh, speculatory. Yeah, uh, Harbaugh is he staying or is he going? Let's just he's gone. He's gone. He's out. He's gone. Yeah, All right, we'll gone. we'll get into it later in the coaching carousel. Um, Saban surprised that he steps down. Uh, it was about to, it was going to happen at some point. If you watch his, I was surprised initially. If you watch his like football life documentary that NFL films did and all of that, like you could tell he wants to spend time with family. I think he thought about it before, but the, just the nature of the beast brought him back in a couple of times. So I, I think this is probably like the third season in a row where he's like, maybe I should get. And now it's finally like, okay, this is the time. A lot of things are changing. All of the conferences are changing. And NIL has become a bigger thing than it ever has been. And I think he's kind of just like, if there's a time to leave right now, it is the time. Which I would agree with. Yeah, I do agree with it. And, I mean, I guess the biggest question is, are we surprised that they filled the role that quickly Yes, with Kalen DeBoer? I mean, it was a matter of, like, three days Boom, he's hired. Man, I mean, like, I I get it. I respect it. It makes me feel bad for teams like Washington has a good coach. They have a good program. And then it's like, we're taking your coach. It's like, fuck. <laughs> like, that sucks. I'd have to have a great year. Like, that's how it works. I get it. Like, coaches get poached all the time. And Alabama's a top spot. But in the same vein, like, that's a difficult, difficult thing to follow up. Like, how the hell do you get to be the head coach of Alabama? Like, what can he do to be successful? Just win all of hey, the time. Former Saluki legend, for the record, uh, Kalen DeBoer was a wide receiver. That's how you running back. Yeah, really. Google it. He was a wide receiver running back coach at SIU football in oh, Southern shit. Illinois. The Saluki pride, right? Saluki Guess pride. So. So with that, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, hey, it's a it's a rags to riches type thing. Sure. I'm trying to, you know, get my head around the fact is, I mean, he had to be talking to them before the national championship. He had to be talking to them at some point. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe man. he knows somebody or maybe that someone knows him. And it's like, well, chances that. are your agents there. Um, chances are your agents having those conversations. And these things are starting to um, manifest before you're in the loop. When did they know so that Saban was gone, though? Because he was going on meetings like that week. I've been reading a lot on this and that like the AD for Alabama pretty much knew in September it was it was kind of imminent that okay. Saban wasn't going to stay. Okay. And even though Saban would come out and say, I have no plans of leaving this and that, just like how he had no plans of leaving Miami, right? Yeah. He's very he... convincing. He's very convincing. I'm not. Yeah, his. I'm not going to be the head coach at Alabama. I'm <laughs> not like, going to. So stop like saying it. Four days later, it's like Nick Saban's the head coach of Alabama. It's like Nick, you liar. Nick Saban's, on a, <laughs> Nick Saban's on a private jet to Tuscaloosa. Get out yeah. of town. Yeah. Either way, I I do believe that you know they had an inkling to know, and I think Jalen Milrow really enjoys. Kalen DeBoer, because like, if you see the pictures, like they're boys inherently, you're going to have guys leave. Yeah. But I think Kalen DeBoer knew his guy, Michael Penix, who'd been with him at IU went with him to Washington. He knew he was going to be leaving. How many guys declared for the draft of that wide receiver pool? Yeah. It's time to give it to new blood. I think it was a perfect exit for him because he lost his quarterback and two of his top wide receivers. 
he might as well just leave out on top. Took a team Would to this... a national championship that hadn't been since 97. Harbaugh leaves. Is this like the first time ever that both national championship coaches leave? <laughs> I mean, it's not a granted it's the, or a given that Harbaugh leaves, for the record. I know. I'm just saying if he does. That would be an interesting statistic. We'll have to yeah, kick that one down the road that. here till yeah. next week because we'll have to do more homework. But truly, that's an interesting question. I don't know if both coaches in the national championship yeah. that season for college football both left for the NFL. We'd have to do some real digging on that. If or that just is the left case. the team that they were coaching on in general. Even though Alabama well, feels like the NFL. <laughs> usually Bama and Michigan, I mean, those are powerhouses. Chances yeah. are guys are going to go to lateral move that because you really can't lateral move that. Right. right? I mean, so that's kind of where going it, one way or another way. That's where it starts and ends more or less. Um, yeah. I think uh, I'm really interested to see how this goes. I really hope it's not like OSU where it's just like he takes over and just they still just destroy. I really hope that they have a couple down years and then get back Who, Michigan? To it, but no, Alabama. Um no. I don't think they will. Thing us could be cuz. But it's possible. No, they got a great coach, great culture. Saban's still going to be around. Kalen DeBoer's press conference said Coach saving him, it's not my goal to and of course I'm paraphrasing. He says it's not my goal to fill your shoes. I'll never fill your shoes. The door's always Always open. So, I mean, if so facto, there was kind of like a head coach behind the scenes coaching the head coach. Is this like Coach K at Duke last year? It could be Coach K at Duke last year. It could be Bob Stoops at OU coaching up Lincoln Riley to be a head coach. Similar, you know, similar vibe, right? Yeah. I mean, he is saving 72 now, too. That seems to be a good time to. Yeah. Wrap it on up as well. So made as much. I mean, chances are he's going to go work at ESPN and make more money than he knows what to do with. And Maybe. he's a good or TV personality. Or he's just going to go travel with Miss Terry. Hey, him and Miss Terry. Get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole lot of. Viagra. You know, they've Ms. been. Terry. Hey, Blue Chew, if you're hearing this, you already know we down yeah. to read that. Yeah. Get We'd me horned up like saving to Miss Terry. Um. I feel like Miss. I feel like it's gonna be harder on Miss Terry, dude. She was doing all the boosters and the charity shit and all that. Now she can't do she any always of that has. anymore. She's done it when he was at Michigan State. I mean, yep. she did it at LSU. Toledo. She'll do it. Yeah. One year, I mean, I think she'll still. They'll still be a part of the community, right? Has to be forever. Miss Terry. The their lives. What going on in a suburb? Reverse, Miss Terry. <laughs> Miss Terry. Fuck going on, Mike? What suburb. does Washington do now that their coach got taken? They hire a guy who oh. was coaching high school football like five yeah. years ago. Fun fact. Um, guy by the name of uh, Jed Fish. Jed Fish. That's a classic uh, coach name. Took took U of A, University of Arizona, to a 10-3 and three season and a bowl appearance for the first time in a long time, really. U of A almost uh, beat USC. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they almost did. I wasn't there for that. I was there for the ASU game. And yeah, both Arizona teams almost got the best of the Trojans this year. Uh, Or should I say last year? But yeah, no, Jed Fish becomes the head coach of Washington. uh, Or as some people from the South would call it, Washington. Washington. Uh, There's an an R in there somewhere. But truly, yeah, no, it's uh, going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Because he had his time in a smaller conference, and then now he's going to the Big Ten. So yeah. time to put on your big boy pants and 
strap up and we'll see how he recruits for that uh, school because Penix is gone. A lot of talent's gone. So either he gets a lot of guys that were for him in Arizona to go to Washington or he's got uh, other plans. I guess the AD at Washington, uh, he mm-hmm. knew for a few months that he probably have to fill this role. DeBoer didn't sign a contract extension that was offered to him in, around Thanksgiving. Um, oh. Also, something to note, supposedly Jed Fish is quite the recruiter. That's what they're saying. How do I know? I don't. This is just what they're saying. So All speculation. But, I mean, hey, if you're a college football coach anymore, you need to uh, go to a college that has some pockets. Pockets. Oh, money. Pockets. Deep yeah, pockets, cuz. Yeah, deep wallets. Pockets, cuz. You need money now. Money talks. Because NIL has basically become free agency and yeah. just college football. Yep. And we talked about this a few weeks ago, but like, truly, we don't think that some major booster who owns a, you know, Fortune 1000 company isn't like, oh, your dad can sit on the board and be a consultant. Yeah. But. At the end of the day, A&M does that every year. Where's that gotten them? Yeah. I mean, hey, good old Jimbo. Yeah, he's gone. So <laughs> good for you guys. Um, besides that, NCAA is NCAA. Uh, oh, oh, do do we want to talk about this for like two seconds? The NCAA college football game from EA Sports got a release date. It's never coming out. It's coming out, Vince. It's got a Next fucking year, release right? date. What are you talking about? No, this year. This year? When? Coming out this summer. Okay. I believe it when I see it. We've been doing this for July 12th. Years. July. I go on the Reddit. Go on the Reddit. Reddit July never 12th. lies. <laughs> never lies. Go on the Reddit. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. Allegedly, <laughs> it's coming out on July 12th or the 13th of this summer, and it's going to be the only reason this guy purchases a PS5. And You're play never going to do it. For a year and a half. For a year and a half. I'm just going to play it. And I'll never play it again. And then I'll just sell why it. Would, and then why wouldn't you just buy the new game every year? Because then it just becomes the same thing. Like, listen, I'm not a fan of EA Sports video games anymore. Me either. All right. Yeah, if, it, because they copy and paste every year. So if the game's going to be that great, if it's going to be what they used to put into it, great. But if it's yeah. not, then I don't want it. You know, if it's going to be Madden with fucking college jerseys, I don't want it. It probably will be, bud. You think it's going to be because they said, yeah. no, 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 it's not going to be. They no, the gameplay is going to be the same. It's going to be like the game modes are different. And like, look, the coloring is different. It's going to be something stupid like that. EA Sports is the worst, especially when they have like complete outrights for the sport. Like if no one else could do a college football game. They're yeah. going to do the bare minimum, just like they do with the NFL. Yeah. When they took it from 2K, they did the bare minimum. And well, that sucks. Those licenses used to be open to everyone. Right. I know. That's what so I'm saying. if you were any gamer, you know, production company like 2K, EA, there's many more. Yeah. But well, they used Activision, to make like the NFL game days. Remember NFL game day? Oh, and Marshall then, Falk on the yeah. cover. Vince has that. That's a relic. I have it has, in my house right one. now. Yeah. Relic. Relic. Yeah. Not only that, but like NFL fever on the uh-huh. original Xbox. Even like, like Blitz Manning and on the, the bigs and shit. All that was so fun. Remember the Let's Blitz game? You could put guys on steroids. Oh, yeah. And there was like a whole storyline to it that like you were like a like a NFL player who like fucked bitches popped. and got money. And like 
Isn't the end of it have... like you've been caught doing steroids? Do you want to retire or whatever? <laughs> yeah, like, no, it is. It's like, like the, the yeah. end of the storyline <laughs> yeah, was that. like, oh, you're Lawrence Taylor. Retire or keep playing and snorting <laughs> cocaine. And you're like, mm, uh, I'll keep retire. playing. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm in. Like press B, hammer B. Hammer Let me tackle B. and do lines. It's more fun. Let me ta- but you know, Madden to the point used to have a storyline to it. Like especially yeah. the early games. There they used still, to be a radio they still show. do. They still do, but it's just not. No, as, not the as superstar cool. thing is so lame. I think it's when not that game. Same. I think when that NCAA game comes out, we're gonna have to get on the streams and do a little one-on-one. That is that will probably be the year the taxi squad goes full blown like Twitch. Oh, yeah, I'd love that. Get our own Twitch channel. Oh, yeah. Let us know. But like my back to the the storyline of the Madden games. Why are all like the A.I. characters like cross eyed? Like they're like they'll be talking. They'll be like, oh, yeah, kid, you're trying to go pro. (laughs) (laughs) That's every that's every. The one thing that video games can't get right is eyes because they're yeah, so expre- I know. they're expressive and they're very real. Everything else, like hey, you can get skin tones fine, hey, but kid. every time it's either that or it's just like, I think you have a good chance at the league. And you're like, oh my God, dude. Like, what are you looking at me for? It's yeah. They can't get like the, I mean, obviously it's eyes are very like real expressive, like real life thing. And that's like the oh, next yeah. hurdle. Cause they can't, I've never played a, I play a lot of games, but never played a game where your eyes aren't all fucked up. Yeah, it's like the Polar Express with uh, Tom Hanks Bro. as the conductor, right? Bro. I mean, scary conductor on. The kid was scary, dude. A little yeah, yeah, dead kid. eyes. Yeah. So Tell fix you your what. eyes, but yeah, we'll probably do that on the Twitch, or we'll maybe do that on the YouTube streams, or something like that. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get that going. I've been reluctant to get a new gaming console. I think it might be time. I'm still playing PS3, man. Bro, I just can't get out. You the old playing platform. PS3, dude? I play NCAA 14. Religiously you never got a four. I have a four, but I don't care about it. Oh. During college football season, I am full blown in on NCAA 14, taking the yips to you know the fucking natty. Let's go. You and I are different people. But uh, yeah, Vince needs the newest of new and he plays like the super woke Spider-Man game. Hey, that, like, it's only take, woke like, in the beginning. Niece. And then after that, you just the thing is, is that it's like we're best friends and like this girl's deaf and like everybody is like happy and everything's great. And then like right after that, you just beat the living shit out of so many people in that yeah, game. It's like inclusion and, it's like, and make people feel like they're yeah. wanted and accepted and then it's go like, beat hey, the fuck. Hey, he stole my purse, and then you kick him off of like a forty-foot building, and you're like, "That guy's dead for <laughs> stealing like dead. twenty-five bucks in a Metro card." Like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> here's a fun. Here's a fun uh, superhero thing. Not Marvel. Okay. Who's the only superhero in his rule that he will not kill? Spider-Man. No, he won't kill. He just murders people in video games. What's that? No, that, that that's wrong. Yes, that's true. His whole thing is he won't kill. The Dude, there's a whole entire storyline where what's her name? I forgot her name completely, but she wants to murder the guy. And he's like, we don't kill. Like, we don't do that. I don't know, Vince. What? Who Not is it? Though? It's Batman. It's 
Bruce Wayne? Oh, he murders people all the time. No, he does not. Yes, go, he does. Literally, go watch any Batman movie. His rule is he will not. Batman is literally like, I'm going to put on a cool little suit and just beat the shit out of pedestrians. That's yeah. what he does. That's his whole entire character. Before he does it, he goes full-blown, I think you should leave. He's like, for that price, I can hit. He's a very then, rich man that made a cool yeah. super suit, and he just terrorizes the pedestrians on the street. It's insane. That's the marvel of Batman. You know, that's the wonderful thing of Batman. Batman is no superpower. He can get just... bit by a spider. <laughs> he's not fucking Aquaman. He's not the Green Lantern. He's, you know, no alien yeah. source came down and gave him his power. He is just a fucking really emo rich dude who beats the who fuck out of the people <laughs> and got trained by the League of Shadows yeah. to go and beat criminals to a pulp and save civilization as we know it. You can make an argument that Iron Man is essentially the same thing, too. But Yeah, but Iron Man's cooler. Way cooler. Right? Iron Man's cooler because, like, Iron Man was an alcoholic. Yeah. He also beats up up less um, civilians and homeless. Like, literally, Batman would be like, why are you homeless? And you're like, whoa. (laughs) Give him some money, you rich. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, what what is it with that when when the actors put on the cape and cowl, they have like completely different voices? Like they I don't talk get it. Like this, they talk like this. Yeah, like it's insane because they're trying to hide their voice. It. it would be funny if Batman yeah. like Batman spoke like that in the suit where he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And then in real life, he's like, "What's up, girl? <laughs> how you doing?" Yeah, and he's like Anton. <laughs> then hey. he's like, uh, and he's like Carl Edwards on the yeah. fucking Timberwolves. He's yeah. like tonight or no. God. Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Edwards. Carl on Anthony the code. Towns. Yeah. He's like, hey guys, let me tell you. And then code switch immediately. He's like, I think you will die today. He's like, mm, that girl, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, girl. <laughs> I beat his ass. I'll tell you. <laughs> what are I'm we doing? Ass. You want to see my new cape? <laughs> uh, speaking of the NBA, uh, shall speaking we? Speaking of the NBA, yeah. Um, Pascal Siakam. 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 Whatever you want to say. Pascal, I see you come. come. Yeah, I see you come. He gets traded from the Toronto Raptors to the runner-up in-season tournament Indiana Pacers for Bruce Bowne, Jordan Nuora, and three first-round picks. Now, the NBA right now is mid-season, give or take. We're talking 40 games right now, so just about mid-season, depending on the team that you support um the pacers right now are in sixth place the pacers could use another all-star siakam is on a contract expiring deal right now he is set to get a qualifying extension of two years 81 million dollars so that's a lot of money obviously for especially indiana but the pacers are playing better than they have the last couple years tyrese halliburton back playing his ass off I got to say good trade. This is going to be a lot of money because he was like the all-star. He also got like the national or not the national championship, the Larry O'Brien NBA finals bump when they won that one year and he was like on fire with Kawhi. So he did get paid like that. Is he as good as he was? Maybe not, but this is a good addition to a Pacers team that needs another guy. Yeah. I mean, who's the, who's the guy everybody raves about on the Pacers? What's his name again? Yeah. Halbert. So this is a nice addition for him. He gets a big. Yeah. Um, I think that it's um, it's one of these situations that, 
you never know until the playoffs come if it's a yeah. real trade. I personally think the Bucks take the East. There's no doubt about it. The Celtics are pretty good. I Dude, think the Dame, Bucks will... Dame is Are you saying not... regular season or are you saying in the playoffs? I'm talking playoffs. The okay. regular season of like... basketball means so very little. I know, considering but at least, eight at least fucking home court teams advantage. make the playoffs in each division. At least home court advantage is the only argument. But Buddy Heald, wet from three. Very wet from three, especially when he's shooting on a good day. How wet is he? Moist. He's just moist as shit. What a terrible um, word, by the way. Moist. Moist. I like it. It's good for cakes and 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 breads. Um, if you Buddy Heald. Trigger Heald'd, on that word. Moist. Hot from time. three. Buddy Heald. Miles Turner. Obi Toppin, the guy that I wanted the Bulls to get. Kind of happy they didn't take him, but instead they got who? Patrick Williams. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for them. Um, and then you also obviously got Halliburton when he is back. So it looks like he actually didn't play the other day, but it will be back soon. I like this pickup. I think it's probably going to end up putting them in like that four or five range, especially the Cavaliers playing better. They're probably going to run into that juggernaut at some point too. So we'll see. There's a lot of season left, but I do think it is a cool trade and it does change and impact the East a lot this year. I believe the battle for the East is going to come down to the Celtics and the Bucks. Yeah, I don't think Damian Lillard got traded to the East for nothing. Yeah, I think he knew he wanted to be paired with Giannis, and he got a shot. And I, I personally, Never this is the this is the lack winning point guard is on the Boston Celtics now. He goes by Who? the name of Drew Holiday. Yeah. Okay. Drew Holiday is one a with great the facilitator. Bucks. Great facilitator. Great defender, too. Damian Lillard yeah. can't play defense. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, they match up well, but I don't think it's like it's they can both score a lot. And I think the Celtics losing Marcus Smart is a big issue because he is the heart and soul of that team. But they have a lot of gamers. They have a lot of playmakers on both of those teams. But I don't know, man. Celtics are good, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, getting somehow Porzingis gets on that team and he's back to what he does. Because um, he's I, not the focal point. <laughs> yeah, he's not the focal point. He's yeah. a good he's a good uh, contributor to that team. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I see it. I just believe the, the teams anymore of like the team of destiny coming from the lowest seed and working their way up, kind of like how Toronto was when they made it. They I were think they good, were second but... in the East. <laughs> yeah, but they were a team that nobody was paying attention to until like later in the season. They came on hot. They got yep. the second seed. Boom, they were in. Um, and that team wasn't really much of anything. Yeah, but you know, a dog. I think you Kawhi. might be wrong. I think right now is the exact time where that is switching. I'm not gonna lie because you're losing the Warriors completely. Lakers are obviously getting old. You have the top two teams in the West right now are Minnesota and OKC. And I know we're halfway through the season. There's a lot better mix of players in the NBA outside of the Clippers who are also on a decent tear. They're eight and two in the last 10. Um, well, they have more money on that team than I you know, know. I know, but we've anyone. all been saying dysfunction. They're fucked, whatever it may be. Well, um, 
I guess last season would have been cool if the Kings would have gone a little bit further. Yeah. Because that was like a team of destiny. Like, you don't see the parody like that in the NBA much anymore. Yeah. You if you don't. told me six years ago that the Pelicans, the Kings, the Clippers, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Thunder, and the Timberwolves were the playoff teams in the West, I'd be like, what the fuck? Where are the Rockets? Where are the Lakers? Where are the Warriors? Where are the Spurs? Where are the Trailblazers? All of them are down on the bottom. It did a whole head flip on it, and it's you got like four or five teams that can win their first championship if they won. That's pretty fucking crazy. I don't disagree. And then there's teams like the Suns that have a bajillion old all-stars and it doesn't work. 22 and 18, still winning. And guess where the Bulls are? Not good. In the play-in, Mike. <laughs> no. I read a report the other day that Lonzo Ball you know, hasn't you. played a game. He can't. In two years. Yeah. Off a he, meniscus tear. We had a string. Off, off a meniscus tear. Well, that's because that the surgery got botched. Means. Not like, yeah, there's no cartilage. So it's bone on bone. He's just been rubbing bone this whole time, and it just got fucked eventually. Yeah, um, that means two things. <laughs> that was a Peter Griffin laugh. But yeah. he. he was the common thread that made the team good. No doubt about it. He brought defense when they needed it. Him and Caruso playing perimeter defense together was a marvel. He shot clutch threes, and he facilitated the offense that we don't have right now. And I know, like, there's talent on the team. There's guys that can score, but they're not a cohesive unit, and they're trying to get rid of Levine, and they're trying to move it around. But the minute that Lonzo went down with his long-term injury, it was over. Like, he, is he the best player on that team when he's playing? Probably not, but he is the most important. Yeah, he's a great facilitator on the court. He's like Rondo, you know? He's and a guy long, who gets people with ball. Yeah, he's long, long great passer. Great. I mean, great, great in the great in the paint i mean for a point guard he could drive yeah. and it made sense and that opened up a lot of other things for the team get me wrong kobe white's been great for the team uh but to have that one two punch would be great right now i i don't know personally uh, the bulls just blow it up you're in basketball yeah. purgatory we had you're so always going to be there guys and then we were like we have the third pick in the draft and we just got to get that one guy that plays well and then we got pat williams and then now we're here so i'm with you blow it up but you know, blow it up again. Why so, would we spend money when we can just keep doing ring ceremonies, baby? Ring ceremonies that happened almost 30 years ago. Let's keep Wait. moving. Okay. Pick one or the other. Mm -hmm. New ownership, a bunch of new players, a new mentality with the team, or make a widow die over her dead husband when you boo him. <laughs> Pick one. Um... I am going to go with option A. Oh, Jerry would do B all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would totally do B. He's going to be like, well, she had a cry. She had, she had I don't know why. He turns into I don't Trump. Know. I don't, I don't, I don't, well, well, frankly, I didn't cry. like her back then. I don't like her now. She had a cry. We she had to make her a cry out. Of her. <laughs> she had to cry it out. Jerry, kind of a dick. We'll go back. <laughs> We'll move on. We'll reassess. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. If you don't, you should know. You should shave your face. Your face <laughs> looks horrible without it being shaved. They're okay. Gonna pull this. And if you're going <laughs> to shave your face, everybody looks at me. They're like, who do you shave with? I'm like, it's a great brand by the name of Henson Shaving. 
This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson Razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right, rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be, be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. We remember the beard bet. You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code THETAXISQUAD, T-H-E-T-A-X-I, S-Q-U-A-D at checkout and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors, you'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the taxi squad at hensonshaving.com. Go check it out. NFL football is in the playoffs, Mike. The wild card. It was a wild card weekend, people. It was it pretty was. exciting. It was some exciting. of it was. Some of it, it was good. It was good. <laughs> we can't keep doing that. No, it no, was no. Good. no. It was good. It was good. It was. Good. It was. I, I didn't mind watching it, you know, minus the fact that, uh, well, the Packers have a quarterback again, and I'm sad. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, but but you know, for now, let's. They should do you a know, ring get... of honor and bring his widow up. Okay, come on, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Uh, he's going to be, let's bring all the people of Mississippi into that ring of honor for Brett Favre. Yeah. Shout out to him committing tax fraud or whatever the fuck he did. All right. So there is a lot of coaching carousels going off. I think we should first talk about the guy that got hired. If you will. Goes up and down a carousel. What does it do? Vince? It goes up and down, goes around and and around and around. Yeah. Up, down and around, up, down Um, and around carousel. uh, New England has a new coach. Yeah. Gerard Mayo is the new coach of the New England Patriots. Congratulations to you, Gerard. This Great was a linebacker. That, yeah. Great linebacker. Very much so. Not as good as he was supposed to be out of college, though. Do you remember he was a no. monster out of college? Like, everybody's like, yeah. he's going to be the next coming of God. And it, he was good, but he wasn't that. Played in Florida. <laughs> he was an absolute animal. He was. He played for Urban Meyer. He was on the uh, Aaron Hernandez team. Yeah, he was a killer. Tim Tebow, Major Wright. Piercy Harvin, a lot of criminals Major on that team. Bears legend, Major Wright, right? Bears legend played one season on the fucking Bears, but love whatever. it. Um, but yeah, he did get hired. It seemed like that was kind of a shoe in based on what people were saying throughout the year. They're saying if Bill's gone, Gerard gets the job. A lot of Rabel floated around. I don't think people really expected Mike Rabel to be available this year, and the fact that he mm-hmm. is now is like maybe that throws a wrinkle in things. It didn't. They were quick to move on. They were quick to hire the new guy. I think they knew what they wanted to do. Yeah. Now, no GM still. And I heard some rumblings, and I could be wrong, and they could be wrong because I was rumblings at the end of the day, that 
possibly they're waiting to get their GM until after the draft? Uh, I don't know how that's going to look. Weird, right? You know, Belichick served as both, and he could never draft a quarterback. He was so bad. Catching gold. Yeah. Catching gold once with Tom Brady, but after that, that was it. But Tom Brady's him. built. I mean, technically he did. The GM technically did. Whoever the GM well, was at the time. I mean, Belichick has always been coach GM. I mean, that's kind of what he's done. He hasn't. Oh, like not, not then, though. That was so long ago. I don't even. In, it was 20 years ago. 22 years 24, ago. 24, brother. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. We are there. Um, we are there. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously you got Tom Brady. Bill Belichick as a GM wasn't very good. When his actual tenure, when he was a GM, he wasn't Could very draft good. defense well. Right. Could and draft he was, defense very well. He was good when he had a say, when they had a GM. Who knows how much he actually had at the time. But when he became an actual GM coach, like, they still kept winning and all that stuff. But it really, it came within the margins. Like, you think about the really good guys, especially offensively for that team, it was like, Brady late round. Edelman was a undrafted, right? Like Wes Welker was late round. Obviously they got Randy Moss when they ended up signing him. Like things of that nature, but in reality the draft really surrounded that like 3 to 6 range for that team and it worked out really well. I can't There are a couple, but I can't think of like a big first second rounder that they had where I was like, "Oh god, he's going to be good and he is," you know. Rob Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. That was Got one it. draft, though, right? They weren't they back? Yeah, that they, they went two, that, like two and three, yeah, yeah, like second round, third round. But yeah, no, I I believe that you know it was time for Bill. I think the mm. voice got old. Gerard Mayo's going to come in now, bring in an offensive mind that he trusts, and go from there. See how it goes. I think the AFC East is happy to see Bill gone, which is great. And it also was funny, and I did realize this, and back to the Saban thing, it was funny when Saban was the Dolphins coach because it was Bill versus Nick instead of Bill with Nick. They love each other, too. They're BFFs. They've been friends forever. I really watched that documentary because I was like, I've hated Saban for so long. I respect the hell out of him, but I hated Saban for so long where I was like, all right, let me give him his flowers now that he's gone, so. Not dumb. Oh, and it's a wonderful documentary, and you can't like not watch it and be like, yeah. "Man, I'm ready to get after." I'm today. more like, I need to find myself a Miss Terry because if I don't, my life's gonna be in shambles for the rest of life. <laughs> hey, Vin, you know, for the record, I told Vince the other day he may want to get on one of those reality dating Fuck shows like The Love that. Is Blind. Why do you say that? Come on, ugly? Are you call me ugly, bro. No, not at all. It's just well, I think you would be. I think people would just surprised. like your personality more than your face. That's fucked up. No, dude. Vince. That no, is fucked Vince. up, dude. It's not what I'm saying. That is sick. I'm just saying I... you'd be perfect, and it would great bring great publicity to the podcast. Yeah. For right. the record, selfish, selfish, dude. I just want to find selfish. I want to find real Watch love, dude. You to be famous. I'm gonna go on okay. Love Island. Um, Fucking Father John Misty over here. Hey, I'd like to be. That guy rocks. Um. But, so yeah, Gerard Mayo in New England, that's that on that. Now we got a lot of clamoring, a lot of who's going to go where. You got the slot. You got a couple guys that are still in the playoffs that might be head coaches next year. We got a lot of guys that missed out on the end of the play, or went to the playoffs and got absolutely destroyed that might not be a head coach next year. So through a thought exercise, we have – gotten a couple of interviews and we've also gotten a couple guys that we can speculate one being the falcons the falcons seem like they're interviewing everybody 
Yeah. They hi- they interviewed Bill Belichick, and that's kind of funny to me because 28 to 3 is the first thing I think of. And they also interviewed Jimothy Harbaugh. His name's not Jimothy. I know. I call him that. Jimothy Harbaugh. Jimothy. James. Well, so Chargers, Falcons, both interview Harbaugh. Yep. I think he's going to demand so much control. It's going to be difficult for a franchise to say, yeah, okay. But I think LA is fine with that. I think LA is fine with that because they fire both their head coach and their GM. Right. And he can bring in his guys. Right. And he loves Justin Herbert. And they have a lot of weapons on defense. That's the best job, right? That's It depends. It depends. What do you want to do? If you're a head coach, do you already want a proven quarterback that's you you agree with his talent and you Who's know already you paid to though. He's already paid to. Or do you want to go draft a Caleb Williams? Do you want to go draft a Drake May? Do you want to go draft a Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Jordan Travis? A lot of people nobody's talked about Jordan Travis, by the way, which I think is criminal, but whatever. Uh, um yeah, he did get injured though, so I think that kind of Yeah, that's fine, things. but that still I, doesn't take away from the fact I'm that he was saying, gonna be like a fucking that, potential Heisman winner. He goes down, and, he doesn't play in the playoffs, he, they don't get in the playoffs. Like so I think people just forgot about him. But he'll come back around when the draft comes closer, for sure. Second time around, for sure, but I do believe it just depends on what you want. If you're in uh you know, a younger head coach, I think you want to be on the commies because you're like, yeah, oh, I believe in Caleb. New ownership. I believe in Drake. Right. New ownership, top draft ownership. That's obviously committed to helping that team win. It you're, you're I, able to you're able to create an entire persona for the team. You can change the culture very quickly with that team. I think I the feel- most solid gig to your point is 100 percent going to be the chargers a thousand percent you have a proven quarterback and you have weapons already the most fun gig would most likely be the commies because you get a lot of control and they might change the name again oh they better go back to like the red hogs so we can snort on this podcast yeah i'd love just be like we were on that for a minute we were on that long we've been recording people we if you're an recording the show we no. started recording when they were the Washington football team. Don't you fucking goddamn forget about it. Exactly. I um, mean, we almost missed. We were close to the Washington Redskins. Yeah, but we weren't there because we're still new age, baby. Um, Too many woke people got offended. Whatever. So let's let's put let's put somebody in L.A. I think it's almost definitely going to be Harbaugh. I think he's definitely leaving, and I think that's the job he takes. Okay, what if he doesn't? What if he goes back to Michigan and stays in Michigan for the next decade and wins two more natties and becomes the greatest college coach next to Nick Saban? Then they either try really hard for Ben Johnson or they go for another OC for a team that gets deep in the playoffs. And that's the thing. See, the name I think a lot of people are missing, Mike Vrabel. I think Vrabel would know exactly what to do. He'd have a quarterback – He'd bring in an OC that could get the best out of him because yeah. he never had a quarterback in Tennessee. He had fucking yeah. Tannehill, and he brought those teams to, you know, AFC championship games. Or, no, AFC, you know, not championship games, but full-blown playoff yeah. games. Yeah, right, yeah. So, I mean, if he had and a quarterback, imagine what he too. could do. Yeah. Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa. Come on. No, Joey, you're right. 
Oh yeah, I was right. Don't go See? back on that. You were totally the brother. Right, dude. Okay, the brother thing. They David fuck Derrick you up, brother. They up, fuck you up, um, dude. You know what's another one? I think I get wrong all the time. There's a couple out there. You know. Um, but, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> but I think you're you're onto the right. But he did interview with the Falcons. But who wants the Falcons job? Nah, that's unless that seems. What are you gonna do with the quarterback? That's really what it is. Unless you're going to bet the farm to go get Kirk Cousins or draft to the first pick in the draft. What are you going to here's, do? Here's an interesting little thought process. There mm-hmm. are There's a little bit of yammering that Mike Tomlin might be no, done. No shot. No shot. Just saying. No shot. If that Why? Because he walked out of a press conference? Well, no. There's There's... People are speculating. I don't know if it's true or not, but people are speculating that he walked out because there had some truth to it. There's been murmurs about it happening possibly in general. He has one more year on his contract, yada, yada, yada. The only reason I bring it up is because Vrabel did start with the Pittsburgh Steelers before he gets to the New England Patriots. It may be a perfect job, defensive head coach. I can kind of see him there. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't Kenny think Pickett and Ryan Tannehill are cut from the same cloth, in my opinion. <laughs> no, I don't think there's a shot. I think that he stays in Pittsburgh. I think there is no chance on God's green earth that he's leaving because he's started out as a Steeler and he's going to retire as a Steeler. Best job in the league. Why would Why would you? Why would you even tarnish your reputation? Potentially go elsewhere to chase something that's not there. Right. When you're a quarterback away from going again, I mean, he's never not made the playoffs. Yeah. Why would you fuck with that? You have an ownership that's fully behind you. I think he just wants to talk to his family. Maybe he just hangs it up. Made as much money as anybody could. That's true. Be a I color mean, commentator like Cower. Maybe he leaves early like Cower. Who knows? How old do you think Mike Tomlin is? 52. Oh, oh, so close. 51. How old? 51. See? Yeah. I mean, I, I still was, feel like he, I still feel like he's like 42. <laughs> like that was like, man. I know he's not, but like he, in my head, it's like, he's such a young guy, but that's because he started off very young. What was he like? 39 when he started? Yeah. But in the words of, you know, some African-American friends of ours, black tone crack, baby. They just look young forever. What is it with that? They look young. It's not even it though. I feel like his, his like persona and his, his confidence has been the same for so long that I feel like he just has an age. He's been the same guy. And it's not the case. He's 52 now, but if you coach for almost 15 years, if you're 52 and then you can retire, that's pretty sweet. But I, I also, I also think he's a fucking gamer, so I don't think he wants to leave either because that would be. Like... I think he'll coach in Pittsburgh as long as he'd like to. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh uh, overall has had three head coaches their entire history, and they will continue to follow that course. Um, hey, man, now... Cower got tired. Yeah, and Tomlin stepped up right away. Boom. There was no Tomlin's question. been there longer like, than Cower day. was. Yeah, exactly. So. There you have it. Now, I think he wants to win one more Super Bowl. Kenny Pickett's definitely not the answer. They need yeah, to draft this quarterback. roster's not. Well, Najee Harris played his balls off. Defense will always shine. Um, they just need to get a quarterback like Big Ben back in the fold. Once again, 
it's a new era in the NFL. And yeah. if you believe it or not, it is there. Tom's gone. Peyton's gone. Ben's gone. Bill's All of them are gone. Different team. Carol's gone. Bill, Russ, I, Russ Wilson sucks. Like I, it's yeah, it's the change of the guard. It's a new age. It's a new time. It's, it's like in, you can actually go back to 2012 right now and you say who's the best top five quarterbacks in the league and you wouldn't know one of them. Nope. It's crazy. If you if like legit, if you said who are going to be the top 10 quarterbacks, you know, five years ago, I mean, and Tom Brady's not in that conversation. You're yep. like, wait, no way. Hey, this but is truly, I, I'm going to steal yeah. this from from part of my take because I heard it today and I thought it was interesting. Pat Mahomes yeah. wins another Super Bowl. Is he second best of all time? Mm. He's better than Joe. Mm. Better win percentage, more playoff wins, and more Super Bowls. Is this Bowls? like the LeBron, Jordan, Kobe conversation? Yeah, but dominance-wise, he's also there more is dominant. no doubt about it that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the modern era of NFL football. Yeah. Tom Brady, on the other hand, transcended generations. Which is not the argument. He he's argued. second. Mahomes is second. Peyton is another one, though, who transcended generations. Not as long as Tom did. Pat Mahomes but... has done the same amount that Peyton Manning did as far as winning's concerned in a quarter of the time. Pat Mahomes is 28 yeah. or 29, and he's he's got two Super Bowls, and he's won the same amount of – he's won more playoff games than Peyton Manning has already. Hey, man, it's – it's very interesting to say that. I don't think you could define that. I mean, Joe Montana is Joe Montana. I know. Steve and Young, I know it's, it's hard to compare no, it's... that, but dude, come on. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But, you know, you, nobody's going to trump Tom. Um, we'll okay, see. But I, if, if Pat wins I don't eight think, Super Bowls I don't and think breaks every Chiefs record, you have to. I don't think the Chiefs are winning the AFC this year. I don't think, there's, I don't think it's yeah. happening. I don't we'll get either, into it, but, but I don't think it's I don't happening. either. But I also didn't think that last year. Look where we were. <laughs> so. No, I got a feeling, and we'll get into it. But back All to right. the coaching carousel. Yep. So, Vrabel, I think he's going to end up in either Atlanta, Seattle, or I think that's Dan Quinn's job. Oh, I think Dan After Quinn's last going week? that game because no, it doesn't matter about last week, bro. Pete their defense him. looked horrible. Legion of Boom. No, it doesn't matter. Pete's now like a VP. He's chilling. And he Legion wants of his boom, guys. Vanish so gonna... in the playoffs. <laughs> no, no. I'm telling you, Dan Quinn is going to have the first right of refusal on that job. New England, okay. Gerard Mayo, great. Chargers, Harbaugh, great. Atlanta or the Raiders, I wouldn't be surprised if Vrabel or Belichick winds up at each. I can see. Okay. Or Antonio Pierce, they stick with him, but I could think That's Tom stepping in happen. being like Tom being like, hey, I want I want yeah, Vrabel. But they don't have money, man. They don't need it. They kind of do. They're paying three coaches. Yeah. Yeah, man. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I'm going to court, man. I'm yeah. Going, it's I'm it's going to mess. court, man. They're yeah, paying man. they're paying two coaches. I would give it to Antonio Pierce. I think he's done well enough. So so I saw, I saw an episode of uh, Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, with Chucky on. John and, Gruden uh, was on Diners, Drive-ins, yeah. and Dives. 
Yeah, oh, it was hysterical. And it's like two blonde guys. You got Guy Fieri, you got John Gruden. Yeah. And it's like he was trying to describe the flavors and what they were eating. And it was fucking hysterical. I'm sure he's like, it was, a guy it, was, that, uh... <laughs> it was like, it was like, man, the really depth of flavors and the moistness of that, man. I'll tell you what, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Like, it was like he was trying to put on his culinary hat, but he couldn't. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't that, have that, that in his right, bag, man. That plantain right there, man, reminds me of Spider Z White Banana. I mean, like, <laughs> it was the funniest fucking thing i've seen in a long time and sorry for the squirrel moment no it's great i could see that being a thing like, yeah well i'll tell yeah. you what he won't be doing he won't be doing that again i'll tell you that for sure um yeah man what do they call this stuff mafunga i tell mafunga. you what man. <laughs> i think what happens here on coaching is i think i think bill belichick might go to the atlanta falcons I I can see that. Don't really know why, but part of me feels like he's kind of like, put me on the Falcons. Let's see if we can get good again, just because it's the team that we, you know, it's it's rags to riches. It's team that he beat and then team he's able to make win again, maybe. Um, I think Ben Johnson is a shoe-in for Washington. I think there's no, there's no doubt about it. Like, young... Good offensive mind on a brand new, supposedly newfangled, like 2024 team. Like Washington's trying to be that new, like new kid on the block type of team, especially with ownership. Matt Johnson's in there. Obviously, the Sixers guy that I can't remember his name for the life of me. I think Ben Johnson's there. I think Harbaugh's on the Chargers. Vrabel, I still think he might go to Seattle, but I like the Dan Quinn argument. It's just Dan Quinn. That defense sucked so bad last week that I feel like no one's going to want him in the playoffs. And then outside of that, if you go Titans, bring back Vrabel because no one wants that fucking job right now. I swear to God. Who wants to – I mean, Ben Johnson might be somebody for that job. Go to the Cowboys. But... What are you doing? You got more money to spend there. Like, yeah, what? what is money. enticing about the Titans job? Derrick Henry's gone. You have no quarterback They're going to have to wind up – they're going to have to wind up hiring just like some random OC to come in and take over or a college coach that they're like, oh, I really like that guy. Yeah, because I, I know we can, we'll get to the Bears in a moment, but they also they also interviewed the OC from Kentucky, right, for the OC job. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, the Bear, oh, I, oh we're going to go into a deep dive. But, like, this coaching carousel to me is very interesting, um, and I believe that we're going to see some – either some guys that are going to surprise us coming to the mix. Yeah. Either a college coach leaves. I think a college coach comes in somewhere. I really do. It always works great. Who Ryan day. I don't know. No, it's going to be like some <laughs> off team. Tennessee is going to come in and be like, Oh, we got the guy from Kentucky or just like yeah. once again, someone who's young and unproven that wants their shot and takes okay. it. I, and it's like, somebody has to believe in Will Levis, right? I think he's okay. I don't think he's going to be like the future for them, though. Yeah. Maybe if you get the Kentucky OC, I mean, is though. Belichick, the is, okay, here's a, is Belichick or Vrabel the better answer in Atlanta? Vrabel. He's younger. Why? Bel Belichick will not be the coach for more than three years. Okay. He's going to be right. 80 years old at some point, dude. Yeah. 80-year-old coach is fucking obscene. The job in Los Angeles, 
might as well just be Harbaugh's. If he, it's his yeah. first right of refusal if he wants it because right. they'll open up the bag and he can play in a brand new stadium, have all the weapons. Right. Then we have Seattle. Dan Quinn's job to lose. Full understanding of that. Yeah, thousand percent. Right. Um. Beyond that, Atlanta is the one question mark. The Raiders, if they don't stick with Antonio Pierce, I think Bill goes there. And then, yeah, who wants the Tennessee job? Tommy you job. Think I think about, that's Ben. You ever think about where Bill was uh, born? D.C. Annapolis. Nashville, Tennessee. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know. I don't. He didn't I grow up so. there, but he I don't was think born he's gonna there. go and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna take Vrabel's old job." No way. Yeah, that's to me, fucked up. I think actually, we have yeah. both come to the general consensus. Yeah. That nobody wants the Tennessee job. It's the worst job out of here. It's it's it is worse because I think they still got Nuke under contract. I think the defense is getting older. Derrick Henry's gone. They don't have a quarterback. Like, what are we fucking doing? Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. And who? I just you have every weapon in Atlanta. You just don't have a quarterback. So you're gonna have to try and trade up to a team like maybe the Bears. No, Segway. Yeah. Yeah, segue. definite segue. It is time for yeah. Bears Corner. And we got a fair. <laughs> it's it's a struggle bus right now. It's weird, man. It's it weird is time. Weird. It is weird. I um I don't know what more to say other than are we afraid of greatness? Are, no. are we afraid We're of entirely chance? unaware of how to get there? Yeah, I think that's the best. We're not afraid. Ever. We have no fucking clue what no that idea. means. We have we got we got the greatest maybe of all time one year, and we have one of the greatest running backs for a specific amount of time. Besides that, Water. you and I have never seen greatness. Rex Grossman might be the worst quarterback to ever play in a Super Bowl, and that's the only Super Bowl we've been to, to since 1985, which is obscene. Uh, Rex. Him or fucking Carrie Collins. Not like Rex, <laughs> it's not like Rex did anything. Right. No, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Jay Cutler is uh-huh. arguably the best Bears quarterback in recent memory. In our that lifetime, great? that's it. Oh, he is the best good. quarterback in Bears history after like 1970. Jim McMahon was good because Jim McMahon did what he needed to do, but he wasn't he was the at the very least the fourth fourth reason they won that Super Bowl. Oh man. Yeah, no. I I mean, no. The defense and water, even though water for that yeah. Super Bowl. Wa- water baiting. That's what Dicka used to call him was water. Yeah, water. Um, water Peyton, uh, w- didn't get like one rushing touchdown that whole game. He did so, every other game for the last six years before that, though. Right. So, of <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, the tragic ending in that, of course. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's always been something. And, and I do believe that. I'm starting to, I don't know. So, so let's bury the lead. Yeah. Caleb Williams declares for the draft has said numerous times. He, he doesn't want to go to the bears in a He's roundabout a bitch way. ass boy, dude. He's I'm a so smidge of a soy boy. Him. I'm so sick of him. smidge smidge of a soy boy, uh, painted fingernails. Not even uh, that. He, I don't care about that. It's just like, well, get your story. He's straight, got like asshole. a, He's got a Dennis Rodman quality to him that I'm not very like Way, keen on. Almost worse though, because Dennis Rodman was at least like honest to himself. Yeah, at least he, at least Rodman was like a dog. Um, 
but with all that, I, I do believe that it's one of those situations where, I mean, if he's there, don't you have to reset the clock and just He said him? he doesn't want to play for the Bears. So he, he's really good. I know. It, like, and I'm kind of like, so? I'm with you. Okay. So what? Okay, what are you going to fucking do about it? You're going to pull an Eli Manning? Like, we're not going to take Drake May. So, like, what are you going to do if we don't trade you? You're going to complain if, the like, whole time and ruin your whole entire career? Like, fuck off. So, reports are coming out that he's training in California with people from the Shanahan tree. Okay. Like a Clint Kubiak, like a Shane Waldron. You, know, you see yeah, what I'm like? I do, but I'm, like, I'm just saying, but like, why okay, do all so, that for fucking him? But leading into the fact of what we're about to talk to in the Bears OC search. Yep. What if one of them comes in and they're like, I want that fucking guy. Well, then, and yeah, I know what to do with him, and him. I know how to get the most out of him. I mean, at this stage of the game, you have a defensive head coach. He doesn't speak the language. So they're looking for a offensive speak English? guru. No. <laughs> Not the offense. He's been speaking Spanish all year. <laughs> he can't speak the O language. He can't speak offense language. He doesn't I'm get crying. it. He, he's a complete. He is a complete nimbusil when it comes to yep. figuring out how to coach an offense or putting people in line to do it. Hence right. the Lucchetti experiment that was horrible. Worst. It wasn't the vertical offense, or it wasn't the vertical offense. It was the horizontal it was the offense. Vertical offense. Yeah. No. It was yes, it was very Mark Tressman. Uh, yeah. But anyways, I do believe that this is something that now you kind of got to lean on the guy coming in saying, I believe in X. Yeah. So we're going to give him X unless he says, I want Z, Z being Caleb Williams That's to fine. that point. I just think he's a if, loser. <laughs> but if somebody comes in and says, hey, you know, let's say the Falcons, for example, we're just talking about they don't have a quarterback or maybe the Titans come in and say, hey, we'll give you a first round draft pick fucking Justin Fields right. or a very late first rounder, early second rounder. What do you do? Do you say yes? Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's going to give us a first rounder. I saw like the the hubbub about it. Like, Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper yeah, said that. That was he's I so, believe Todd Todd Mel Kuyper's so fucking dumb. Every single year, all of the time. I've never seen – that's like literally hiring a guy to shoot three-pointers and he shoots like one for ten. And you're like, oh, but he's got charisma, baby. Like it's like what are we doing here? He's wrong all of the time. He's wrong actually yeah. more than Todd McShay was and somehow he kept his job. I still don't get it. I think they do it for his look and his hair and all that, but I'm sick of it. Regardless, oh. I don't think the I don't think anybody's going to give up a first-round draft pick for a guy that needs to get paid next year. Well, you have two years of control because you can either you, you know you got the one Is more year and then you got a franchise tag year. Yeah. Oh right. Well, the right, Bears right, have right, a team. Right. 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 Yeah. Right, okay. So you technically have two years of control now. But still. With that new offense. With that. Okay. New offense. Now it's going to be his third offense in a matter of three years. Yeah. Basically, because he had Nagy, then he had the Fluce, and then he's got this. Great. So Jay Cutler has been on record. And even though not the hugest fan, but he has said, I would say I you love him recently, huh? I would say you got to stick. He said, I think you got to stick with it. A lot of guys like I think he's Jeff right. Saturday, Jeff Saturday on get up this morning, basically said the same thing of everybody. I think that. the value you get of trading that first pick 
could grow the team yeah. in different areas, which I believe I we do need because we have more than one glaring need. We need a left tackle that's worth the shit. We have um, two lines need that need some in- help. Well, we need a left tackle that's worth the shit, and we need a guy who can snap the football, which we don't have, and Cody yep. Whitehair is not the answer. So there's a lot of needs that you have, not just at quarterback. And, I mean, hey, if there's any team that's proven – that you can get to the playoffs and not have the greatest quarterback in the world. Look at the Lions. Look at the uh, Bucks. Look Jared Goff's pretty fucking n- good. He's a game manager. He's better than people thought. I will say that. But also, you got to okay, bet Johnson. But, right. So you bring in the offensive mind that figures it out, and yeah. you put the pieces around it to make it happen. Right. And the culture, maybe. Maybe the, the culture biggest- could be great. The biggest thing, regardless if they trade the pick, regardless if they pick up a quarterback, the biggest thing for them is to get an OC that can do what he needs to do properly. That is the biggest thing in this entire fucking draft or this entire offseason is get the right guy at OC. Just figure the it the fuck out finally, please. I think if you're a Bears fan, it's like going out drinking on a Saturday night after a breakup. You're just like, you know what? I'm just going to just drink the pain away. Yeah. And whiskey glasses this thing until the draft day happens. And then whatever right. happens, you're just going to be like, all right, I'm here for it. Right. Whatever that hangover is going to be, you're going to be it here for be. it. Because let's think about it. If you draft Caleb Williams, yeah, everybody's talking about the control and the three years and the this and the that. What if he Great. sucks? What if he sucks? They're going to make the same fucking excuses they've made for Justin Fields over the past three years. Right. It's going to be the same vicious cycle. It's going to be mm-hmm. fucking Groundhog's Day. Being a Bears fan is Groundhog's Day. Yeah, but now we get Every a number 13 quarterback so we can be like, bad number. Then, but everybody's saying two years in a row, you get the first pick in the draft and you mm-hmm. pass on Stroud, who's turning right. out to be an absolute dog. He's the most then, valuable quarterback in the league right now. And everybody's like, oh, you know, you're going to pass on Caleb, who's arguably a far better prospect than Stroud. And I've nah. been noted on this podcast of saying, like, you know what? That guy, if he went out last year, he's above Stroud because he was. He won a Heisman, you know all this good shit. You know who's who is one of a, a very highly touted prospect? A man by the name of Trevor Lawrence. Has yeah, Trevor Lawrence been much? Has Trevor Lawrence been much better than Justin Fields? No, he hasn't. Statistically, no, he has not. He hasn't. Statistically, statistically, he has not. You are Prospects correct. Prospects aren't a hundred percent shot, even if they're the best prospect in the league. Like. It's not a hundred percent shot. It's really not like the NBA. Like you see some guys and you're like, okay, I get it. Like Caleb Williams draft stock, I would say plummeted, but hasn't, but it's definitely gone way fucking down this year. Well, you look at a team like new England, you look at a team like Washington, they will pay a ransom to right. move up. Right. So, well, new England, new England would have to get Drake may though. Cause they're why they require white quarterbacks, except for Jacoby Brissett for half a year. I was just about to say they had Jacoby Brissett. I think yeah. Gerard Mayo would. I, I think that would be like Never a match made in heaven. <laughs> That's true. Actually, yeah. that's a good point. They're changing their ways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. They have a a a new ethnic head coach, and they ethnic. bring in the ethnic Jesus. quarterback. And they, what? <laughs> what a you just choice. brought it in? No, I know, but just ethnic is a wild. They have an African American slash black head coach. Is what you could have said. What diverse, diverse, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Diversity is an old, old wooden ship used <laughs> in the Civil War era. Well, Anyways. Cool. No, no, that's from okay. uh, that's from. Yeah, Burgundy. I, I got you. Anyways, <laughs> but I, I do believe that you could get 
a king's ransom for the pick if you choose yep. to trade it. But everybody will say, oh, well, that, if that happens, this happens. And what could, in theory, what it, to your point, if Caleb sucks, then you trade the pick, doesn't matter. Then you get someone's next year's first round pick. Right. And what if you're in the same boat again? And then Shador Sanders is going to be at the top of the conversation. Shador Sanders is going to be number one overall. Name a quarterback that's going to be better than that. J.J. McCarthy. No, I don't know. No way. Number one overall is he's like probably there's not going to be a quarterback in that draft better than him. Yeah, it's not going to be quarterback heavy. But regardless, no. we have a whole entire fucking year to talk about that. So. Bears looking for an OC. They've done a couple higher ranks or not higher, excuse me, interviews. Search began we with hope. Shane Waldron. Shane Waldron, not very myself, not very well read on him, but former OC for the Seahawks. He obviously worked with Russ a little bit of Geno here at the end. In three seasons, twelfth in EPA, thirteenth in success rate, second in EPA per play, thirteenth in success rate. Let me say that again. Second, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Eighth in EPA per rush, ninth in EPA per dropback. Seahawks offense ranks fifth in yards per play since he started. Fifth in explosive run percentage, whatever the fuck that means. And ninth explosive? in explosive. No, it just it seems like a dumb stat. I feel like eventually you start running out of like explosive run percentage. Yeah, this guy set up a such a good run game that every now and then the shit would just explode. <laughs> it's like war in baseball. What a yeah. sh- Stupid well, war, f- war wins above relative average. sense, but explosive run is like, yeah, Marshawn Bullshit. Lynch, motherfucker. You had Marshawn Lynch, duh. Like he was made for that. Well, kind of shit. that's yeah. many moons ago, but you had right, but Kenneth goes, Walker and Chabernet. Yeah, so it's it's worked out. Um, so outside of that, Clint Kubiak, which we just mentioned with the whole Shanahan coaching tree, Kentucky Old offensive man. coordinator Liam Cohn. Okay, why? Uh, Greg Olson, not the one you're thinking of, but Seattle quarterback coach Greg Olson. I wish too. That'd be awesome. And then finally, or two more, uh, Greg Roman. Many people know Greg Roman, OC for the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens OC. And then finally, Panthers offensive coordinator Thomas Brown, which is like, that's good because the one guy that I want to either bring in the Caleb Williams era or keep the Justin Fields era going is the guy that coached. Mr. Bryce Young this year, because that guy fucking sucked. And it worked. It, it really worked for us, it, at least in our. It favorite. worked for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to bring that in as like a good juju move. Um, but yeah. he is from. He does have a decent lineage coming up as far as his NFL career is concerned. Um, I'm not gung ho about any of these guys. I do like the Clint Kubiak thing because of your reasons that you gave, but I just feel like they're not going to make the right choice. Yeah, we don't have faith in this franchise that we're going to, you know, like we're, we're going to fuck it up some way. So yeah. I'm, so would you say your favorite pick out of all these names that you just rattled off would be the Kubiak name? Probably because he's coming from a team that I like their offense. Like, I don't care for Seattle's offense. Gino has done all right, better last year than he is this year. Kentucky? The OC from Kentucky? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, and then the yeah. quarterbacks coach from Seattle because they made Geno Smith good. Like, fuck off to Greg Roman. Maybe the game passed him by. Maybe not. I don't really know. I can't really make that judgment call yet, but it seems like he had a coach in a while. And then Thomas Brown. Well, yeah. Out of the two names that stick out to me, it's Shane Waldron, and Kubiak, and, and, and Roman. Truly. Yeah. Um, 
I I think to me, my favorite hire would be the Kubiak thing because there's lineage there and there's a lot there. Shane Waldron would probably be safe because it'd be like, okay, we're going to come in and do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And get the ball to the weapons. He had weapons in Seattle, got a pretty shitty team to the playoffs with his offensive mind. Could be something interesting. And the Cubs would definitely be off. It just depends. I think it's going to be someone who comes in and is going to be like, I really love Justin Fields, and here's why. Yeah. And I think DJ Moore, they're looking at him as like, you're our North Star. And I hate to say it, but they had a one-on-one meeting with DJ Moore after, and they claim they had one with every player, but like legit, they sat him down and they were like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Truly. And he's been beaten on the table. Yeah. And you know what? What's interesting about the whole Fields thing, and it makes it, you're torn as a fan because either like you're in it either way. Like I said, just let's get really drunk and let's just wait until April and see what happens. Yeah. But I think truly they're going to stick with him, trade to pick, too. get him a left tackle, do all this. Okay. Now we have every weapon. You get Maserati, Marv. You get the, you do all the sexy stuff that's going to make the offense bolstered. Yeah. And then now you're going to spin it in a way of like new offense, new us. And then, hopefully they play like the no. Dolphins and we move on. Yeah, right. And then we we'll have... lose in the first round of the playoffs and just be in purgatory. What's right. nice is we have plenty of time to talk about that. Maybe they'll have an OC by the time that comes. We have Maybe to talk about the games that are happening. But yes, the first thing I want to tell you is that there is a report from a verified source that White Sox in serious talks to build new stadium in South Loops, the 78. No fucking way. No, no, that's not true. And I can't speak of what's about to oh, happen. Fuck with that. do you know? Why would you know over this guy? You want to know why I know Vince? Okay. Yeah. Cause I got a guy in the South side. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know why Vince and here's why. Okay. Because I work for a specific fire alarm manufacturer. Yeah. They are leasing that stadium from something from the state of Illinois. And they have for a very, very long time. Yeah, but you know that they can break just easy. They're putting a new fire alarm system in the building. So they're reinvesting into the building. They're not going to white Sox are on the. Why would they spend a half? Why would they spend a million dollar on a renovation? To a major electronics and life safety system to a building that they're about to take get rid of. Three years to build, dude. Who would move in there? Who's gonna move into Soldier Field? None of my know. business is what I'm saying. Although Kevin right. Warren has stated time and time again, if we're on the Bears talk, that he would like to keep the team in Chicago. Okay. You heard we'll it see here. How that works. You heard it here. He said Good that luck. in his exit interview, as opposed to making excitement for the team to move to Arlington Heights and we own the land and this and that. They're like, nah, nah, nah. We're gonna stay here. Stay with Lightfoot. Either She's way, been gone for so I don't long, it. bro. <laughs> She's been gone for I don't so long. <laughs> I don't. All well, right. yeah. Now we got this idiot who went to ECC. Makes sense. Yep. Let's uh, let's get the show on the road. We had a lot of AFC and NFC wild card games in the books this weekend. You go four and two, I go three and three. Sounds about right, like, granted, the whole year. Um, yep. Let's start from the top here. Browns, Texans. Ah. Flacco, Flacco season over. You what call the Texans you good call. That? 
I love Joe Flacco because Joe Flacco's fun they as shit, man. They pumped him. They pumped yeah, him, then, Vince. It wasn't even defense, a game. My my thought was, fuck your thoughts. Really good defense. Really good defense. Flacco was playing pretty well. He is susceptible to a lot of interceptions, which seemed to be the biggest takeaway there, pun intended. Um, but yeah. I thought maybe the rookie quarterback versus a good defense thing might be an issue. Not the case. 45-14 beatdown in Houston. And Deshaun's probably back next year. Flacco's probably gone. And the Browns are out. And they are back with Massage Watson at the helm. Yeah, no, I I knew CJ is a dog. And, uh, yeah, D'Amico Ryan's first-year head coach. If we could catch lightning in a bottle like that next year, down. Oh, I like your hey, option. we called it on this. You heard it here first. He was a far better prospect than uh, little Bryce. True. Uh, yep. Nico, I, I, the thing about him is he's, like, making Nico Collins very good. He's making Tank Dell Nico very Collins good. is very good. He just he's, never had a quarterback. Well, right. But, like, specific, it's, you know, the combination of the two is bigger than the sum in itself, whatever the terminology is. Imagine if they had Tank Dell is the only thing I'll say. Imagine and if they, they had, draft a running back this year. Imagine Ooh. if they had DeAndre Hopkins still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that truly. That would fucking rock, too. Um, but regardless, oh, yeah. they're playing their asses off. Granted, they play the fucking Ravens next week, so we'll see how that ends up going. But against a team that doesn't have an elite MVP caliber quarterback, they took care of business. Defense played really well. I think the way that they reconstructed this team and also the way the play calling is working, it seems like everything's firing at the right angle. And honestly, if you're a Texans fan, you cannot be more elated than this right now. To get rid of a guy that you considered your franchise quarterback and come back around, get the second pick overall, don't get the first guy and just get the guy that's way better at number two. Like, you have to feel charmed. I'm happy for them, but I'm also sad because we had the opportunity to take him and we didn't. So here we are. Must be nice. Continue. It must be nice. It must be nice. Thank you. That's a Hamilton. That's a Hamilton reference. Um, but that is, I mean, that's Cleveland and Houston in a nutshell. Now, moving on. It was cold in Kansas City, Mike. It was cold in Kansas Negative, City. Negative like 20 with the wind chill, cuz. And that little baby-ass, warm-weather Miami Dolphins team loses again. And my question, and I put this on our TikTok, can they get, like, I know it's expensive, but can they get their practice facility down to, like, 20 degrees and huh. just simulate it? If they were smart, what they would have done is say, hey, we're going to rent a high school football field Early. and practice there for yeah. a week. But they they stayed in Miami and it showed because they, they scored one touchdown. Sucked, man. It's like it's it like the. Are yeah. they the Dallas Cowboys of the AFC? Kinda feels but they like haven't it, been right? that good for that long. You know the Cowboys have lost almost seven straight years of playoff appearances. Yeah, that's so. so funny. But yeah, I feel like the Dolphins are yeah. kind of getting to that point. I think Tua oh, yeah. is very akin to Dak Prescott in a lot of ways, like big on the stats. Really good receivers, decent running backs in the backfield, and when it counts, it just doesn't mean anything. On the other end, the Chiefs didn't have the best game in the world. Again, it was fucking, what, negative two degrees. It was insane. Uh, Rashi Rice, though, is that guy for him. He's the guy for him. Well, you listen, when you pay your quarterback it's not that me much Cole. money. It's not me, Cole, brother. <laughs> it's not him. Well, when... 
when you pay your quarterback that much money, some things fall by the wayside and you got him and you got Travis and you got all those guys. And yeah, Um, I think what the real story of this game was is, you know, beers are freezing. You know, these guys are, you know, helmets are cracking. It's cool. It's what football's all about. I'm used to the baseball beer when it's, you know, after you let it sit for more than five seconds, it's hotter than a fucking Hades. It's yeah. probably like I know the cold sucks, but at least it keeps your beer cold. Um, it, it it freezes it actually, Vince. So hey, not if you drink it fast fun, enough, young man. Not if you drink it fast enough. Fun fact about this game: almost fifteen people were hospitalized after the game. I'm sure for, uh, bits of hypothermia and all over frostbite. their nipples and shit from taking their shirts off and shit. I mean, hey, if you're taking Probably. your shirt off and throwing it around like a helicopter, R.I.P. to Pity Pablo. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he died. That's sad. I swear to God, that guy's dead. North but Carolina! Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe not. Um, raise but regardless, Chiefs move on. Chiefs Bills next week. We'll have fun with that. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I want to even fucking talk about this. It's this. I am so happy when the Cowboys lose in the first round. Unless, unless it's against the fucking How? standard aerial font G green and yellow, disgusting piss and diarrhea shit looking Green Bay Packers. And they'll never like the efficiency from a guy that goes 16 for 21 with three touchdowns and 272 yards. Cowboys couldn't do shit. It seemed like kind of at the end they were making their comeback. This is another one of those games that wasn't as close as it looked. Dak Prescott throws the ball 60 times, three touchdowns, two interceptions, too many fucking times. They don't have a run game. CeeDee Lamb's good, and that's about it, and they can't show up in the playoffs. I think McCarthy is definitely axed. Definitely axed. I think he's well, definitely going to. I don't know off. how. I don't know how what you, do you fire mean? a guy after two seasons of going 12-4 and four and then 11-5. And, and five doing. Like okay, but you know what? You could then then the the opposite of that is the Bears. So if yeah, but whatever. if you wanna be if you wanna be those guys, then you gotta be those guys. And if you're so not you went on your guys, Bulls rant. I have a Packers rant. How okay. okay. How is it now? Three times in a fucking row this happens. I like what is this? I don't how? How? They seemingly figure it out the greatest mystery in fucking modern NFL sports. Like they figure it out every fucking time, and they have for 30 straight years now, yep. and it's infuriating. And we can't get one? Not one. Not uno. Not not one. We had Jay Cutler. That was it. And we didn't even draft In him. 20 years. And we didn't even draft him right. These these motherfuckers out here just playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. No, we're going to draft a guy. We're going to sit him. We're going to let him take his time. And if you think about it, it's brilliant because – you know what? You can't expect anybody stepping into a new role that they've never done before to be like, oh, go win a Super Bowl. You no. want to know what you yeah. need first to do that? You need good bones and structure. You need, and you a, need a Hall of Fame fucking quarterback, too. And then they're a better organization than us. They just you are. see him. Dude, you see Jordan Love making throws. He's Rogers. A la Aaron Rodgers. And, and and like looking the same in the arm angles and the pot. Like, it's, it's fucking okay. sickening. He learned. And he had a good teacher, and we don't have that. So, <sighs> yeah, so sad. All right, and yeah, let's move on. Forty-eight the, to thirty-two, wait. and it. Go ahead. They're the youngest team in the playoffs, younger than the Texans. All of their receivers are very young, and Aaron Jones is maybe the best running back in the entire playoffs right now. Maybe. And they're gonna just keep getting better. So maybe. 
what felt like a down year and a rebuild year, they go 10 and 8 and they get a playoff win. Not as much can be said about the Dallas Cowboys. Nope. McCarthy's gone. Dak might be gone too. Dak said, we got to keep McCarthy. It's like, hey, motherfucker, look in the mirror. If, <laughs> if Jerry Jones would stop being the GM of that team, I think they would be far better. Yeah. Well, he's, he's bringing here. the youth in. He's like a youthful character for them. No, I mean, he's he doesn't feel like much of a business or a franchise owner. He feels like a, yeah. He feels like a cowboy, baby. <laughs> he actually uh -huh. does. Like, I'm going to wrangle him up. I'm going to have him do a good thing for me. He is kind of like the Southern Jerry Reinsdorf. Yeah. Like when the day that guy dies and gives up control, although he's creating a monster with his kid. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm going to do what my daddy did. Yeah. And yeah, no. Yeah, no. So is Reinsdorf. All right. Lions beat the Rams by one. It was a this game. Was that was the best, the best game of the game. weekend, in my opinion. Yeah, easy. Best game of easy the weekend. Easy best game. Uh, first thing, Kelly Stafford. You see no. that shit? I no think one that was, was booing your kids. Shut the fuck up. They I don't know what you were doing. booing my kids. No, they weren't. I met and when like, we were in college, and I lived in Detroit. Okay, shut up. Matt just, seems just, like he's the man. She seems like a sweetheart. She, all right, for the record. She seems she like a really seem sweet, sweet baby. But then she does weird shit like this is not the first time she's done weird shit like this. Where she like gets weirdly butthurt yeah. and then just starts calling people. Like when he left Detroit too, like she did similar shit like that too. It's like no one was booing your little chill. Like it's the same thing. No one was booing the widow. No one was booing your children. They were booing well, your husband because it was a playoff game that they haven't had since 1992. They weren't booing him because he was who he was. They were booing him because he was the other team's fucking quarterback. And they need to boo that guy. For the record. Okay. And almost yeah, as old as me. Further. Yeah. It's, and she's it's just insane. like, they were booing our toddlers. I'm like, no, they fucking, they don't care about your no, toddlers, Kelly. They're not, yeah, they're not booing Someone your goes up to the kid it. and they're just like, fuck you, little kid. Like, no one does that. <laughs> No one does that. <laughs> not, it's not fuck Stafford. It's fuck his kid. What no, kind of obscene ass shit? He's like, look at those two little girls. Fuck you, little girls. Like, no one does yeah, that. No. No, no I just think M Eminem is just not looking like the Eminem I know. Can we talk no, about I this for like five he minutes? He looks like he wears turtlenecks and reads novels. It's weird. It's like, what What happened to the black hair and the black beard? Like, what? Shady's well, gone. Yeah. Like, I think he, he's like some sort of cyborg now. Or, hear me out, maybe, maybe Mr. Eminem is a 51-year-old man. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, you know what was great? <laughs> Can you imagine he if had, he's still trying to be Slim Shady at 51? <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, he had his D12 group with him. Uh, yeah. And who's the big guy? I forget his name. I don't know he's any of fat. the names. Oh, man, these chicks don't even... Uh, no, I that his name. I was in the back. The, the big, the big dude who goes. I was in the back. He oh. was there. And what was even funnier is he was in the back. So, that's cool. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's there neat. you go. Um, but yeah. So the Lions finally win one at home. They're hey. a fucking beast of an organization, right? Hey, if you've been listening to this podcast from episode one, you will know that I have been plugging Amon Ross St. Brown from day one. Yep. And the fact that this guy is now an all-pro wide receiver is surprised to He's the only good me. USC wide receiver in the league. That's not true. Who else is good? Drake London. Very yeah. good. Just doesn't yeah, have a quarterback yeah. to get him the damn ball. All right. You can make an argument. Okay. 
I'm a very well, good. Argument. Desmond Ritter was kind of like a game manager, just like Jared Goff's twenty. No, 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 no. Amon Ra, different level. Amon Ra no, was insane. real. He's deal. insane. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Robert Woods as well. Robert Woods withstood the test of time. USC. Legend. One thing. Just saying. One thing I will say. No, you're right. Um, Puka Nakua is that motherfucker. Right. And He's I think great. that this was the week where he transcends the football fans to like zeitgeist common people level he's no longer like a sneaky guy that football fans know about and like i got text from my mom and she typed the weirdest name in the world i'm like what did you just type but she was like the guy they were talking about on tv i'm like puka nakua she's like like p-u-g-o-n-u-a and i was like pugnua like who are we talking about yeah that's the most mom most midwest mom she was like have you heard his story i'm like what do you think (laughs) like do you think i've heard his story yet he's a mormon child he went to byu he's all about soaking gotta kick the top bunk i don't don't think that they were saying that i think i don't think chris collinsworth was talking about that then well chris collinsworth yeah go look at some of those videos chris collinsworth go on tiktok uh, and look back at some chris collinsworth videos and come back to us but puka quite a game Stafford honestly had a pretty good game too. It just ended up coming down to like hard nosed football and the Rams ended up winning because the fucking Rams had or the Lions, excuse me, because the Rams had to kick that field goal. It was just good defense at the end by Detroit and it's shit you love to see. If the Bears think- were good, I would hate them a lot. I want to make that clear. But the Bears are bad, the Packers are good, and the Lions are good. You, I'm gonna be a Lions must- fan, man. You must root for the Lions if you're a Bears fan the rest right. of the playoffs. If you don't, I think you're a petty little bitch. Well, and fun, I just think man. the story they're fun, man. Motor City Dan Campbell, Jared Goff getting passed over, yeah. being told he's good enough. Then you got David Montgomery, former Bear on that team, running like like yeah. running like his life de- depends I on miss it. You, Not sweet only that, Prince. You got Aiden Hutchinson and his beautiful Dude, family couple line. Huge fucking plays by Aiden Hutchinson at the end of the game there. Oh, a couple yeah. Huge plays. I mean, he put his Michigan hat on, Michigan boy. Yeah. And like his his hey. genetics are supreme. Have you seen by his mother? Way, Have you seen his sisters? Yeah, Just during saying. the draft. Duh. But by the duh. way, congratulations to the state of fucking Michigan. The last couple of weeks have been. So good. And Epic meanwhile, and meanwhile, the Pistons have won like three games. But who gives Holy a fuck? Who gives a shit? The Pistons are four and thirty-six. But who cares, dude? Because Michigan just won a championship. Detroit Lions finally win a home playoff game for the first time since nineteen ninety-one. You gotta be up on a pedestal right now if you're if you're Michigan or Detroit in general. Absolutely. Shout out to Detroit. You got to love it. I, I think it's great. Shout out to the Lions. We'll see how they put yeah, next week. It's always gotta, fuck the Tigers, though. It's always fuck the Tigers. Always fuck the Tigers. Hate the Tigers. Um. All right. By the way, don't you think that's funny that they have two I major have land predators that, as their team yeah. names? One for baseball, well, other for football. Well, brother, if you think about Chicago outside of the White Sox, but you got Cubs and Bears. Same like, kind of idea. Cubs are they're cute because they're little. Well, that's they're what I'm blue. saying. Same idea, though. And then you have a bear the bulls, that's a major land predator bulls. that will tear your face off. Bulls? I hear their periods attract bears. Bears and bears and bulls, though. Bears and bulls, they're both fucking terrifying. Bears, bulls. Gotta love it. Um, All right. Well, let's talk about another, um, not really a land predator, but a buffalo. Uh, yeah. Buffalo Bills play the Steelers, and this yeah. game wasn't really it's a named game. after a guy, by the way. <laughs> the Bills are the, really are, are a man. Yeah, you ever okay. Buffalo Bill? Buffalo Bill was like a a wild man. 
maybe a yeah, West. He skinned, he skinned people and yeah. put them in a well in his basement. And I don't said know if they were named the after that or skin. not, but that's how I know Buffalo Bill. Um, Josh Allen, good fucking game. The Pittsburgh Steelers did not belong in the NFL playoffs. No. Mason, Mason Rudolph, Rudolph he brings you over the head. He doesn't deserve to fucking start a game in the playoffs. I think no. this was just the better team fucking won. It is what it is. I'm more excited about their matchup next week, but I just love that the Bills are here right now. And I I said it last week, I think. I said it in the TikTok. I feel the same way right now. The best matchup for the Super Bowl is Buffalo versus Detroit, and I will like sit on, on top of that hill and let nobody push me off. Yeah, Josh Allen is uh, him, and he's looking better than he has in a long time, and he really figured it out with Joe Brady yeah. as his OC. And once they got Ken hot Morris at the right time, he's been he's been balling. Um, yeah, no, I I agree. I think this uh, this is a team that yeah they're 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 there, and the Steelers had no reason being in that game. Bring um, in Demar Hamlin, talk, baby. Can we talk about the snow? Um, yeah. They were hiring people for twenty dollars an hour as an organization to come and shovel out the yeah. sections. Yeah. I mean, they had to Insane. move the game. We didn't even talk about that. They moved the game to Monday because mm. Sunday they had – no one could leave the house. They were on, like, a stay-at-home order, and, like, it was illegal to literally leave the house. Um, that's Buffalo, baby. That's Bill's Buffalo. weather, if I got anything about it. Yeah. Just fucking catastrophes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was insane. I think – Steel Curtain versus Buffalo Bills and that weather like that is just like classic hard-nosed football. Buffalo still puts up 31. Josh Allen didn't seem like he had an issue at all. And that's, I mean, also, okay. So we had like a, what was it, like a 60 or 52-yard run or something like that. He did that little hezzy. He did that little hezzy. I think it's kind, I like seeing it. I like Josh Allen, but I think it's kind of bullshit because it looks like he's going to go down to slide. And then he doesn't go down and slide. It didn't really look. He's so big. It doesn't look like that. He just gave like a little head move like, and was gone. You think like, I know, but you think like guys are like, all right, because they have to be sheepish now hitting a quarterback. So they probably were just like, oh, oh shit. And then they were already done. He's with a runner. Game. He's a runner. I've seen Justin Fields get popped too many times to know. Yeah, but he's now not you're a, a runner. He's but once you're like a top, once you're a top quarterback in the league, I feel like you get different rules. Like Mahomes, yeah, like Mahomes gets yeah. like Mahomes gets shattered in the helmet. Oh. By the way, the memes are fucking wild with the Mahomes helmet. He is such a soy boy. Like who, Patrick when, Mahomes? I, I, yeah, we'll why get do you that. hate him we'll, but you love Brady? They're the same guy. No, they're not. And no, Mahomes. Don't, you're right. Mahomes you, is gonna win eight. You sh- you're right. Mahomes is gonna you win eight. Shut you! Shut your whore mouth. I just said it. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Some people are saying. No. Why is no, he a no, soy no. boy, though? Tom, what, did, what did he do? The last time they played the Bills and he went to shake Josh Allen's hand. Yeah, no, you're right. Just, you're right. Valid. Valid. Bitch move <laughs> of the century. Anyways, um, yeah, no, great game. Let's talk about a game Baker. that I predicted. Hardly know her. That I predicted yeah. accurately. And Vince went on this tirade. saying the Eagles are great. I have, to, I have to go. Yeah, I'm going to eat crow. I didn't say the Eagles are great. I said they're a whole. The Bucks? The I said Bucks? I said they're a hell of a lot better than the way that people were talking about them. And God damn it, was I wrong. That team fucking stinks. There's 
an argument Stinks. that Nick Sirianni might be gone. They're stinky, dude. Gone. They're like Stinks. they're a bag of shit that's just been sitting in a humid Some, fucking drawer for years. Um, something, something happened in that locker room in in Philadelphia. Somebody banged somebody's wife. Something, no. something happened. Something. You know what happened. it is? It's coordinators, bro. I don't they know lost, what it is. They lost. Nick Sirianni was the. Rah, rah, let's go. We're the fucking Eagles. Rocky, grow plants bullshit. And then you had both. And then you had oh. Gannon. You had Gannon and you had Steichen that were running both sides of the of the team. Well, They both leave and Sirianni takes in fucking Matt Patricia. Ugh. Bad fucking move Ugh. in the first place. This team couldn't move the ball. The no. Tampa Bay Buccaneers were playing really good defense the last couple of weeks. They still got some older but still beast of a guy's. And now you got fucking Baker Mayfield making plays. Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer. Like, you got to remember, they still got good players. They just don't have Tom Chris Brady. Godwin. Yeah. I, so, like, Baker bet on himself this season, and he yeah. came in and got this team to a wild card game and played his ass off. And I want to know that team to Lincoln, a divisional game, man. I want to note that Lincoln Riley was in, in the stadium. Uh, he was cheering on, I would like to say, Baker, even though Jalen and Baker both played for Middle U. Uh, I think Baker feels like he's rejuvenated in his career. And the Panthers had him in this building. The Browns had, I mean, the Rams had him. Time I think a he's a beast though, bud. I'm telling you, he's a guy, but I will say this much. The Eagles wanted nothing to do with that game. Yeah. And they looked dejected and they From looked like they did. the jump. It was like, they oh like yeah. They didn't want to be there. They can't run the ball. Defense couldn't do shit. I don't give a fuck who you are. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not 32 points, let alone covering a fucking 20-point spread. It's obscene, the fact that they could even do that. I don't even know what it was at. I'm sure they were underdogs, but I'm sure the point spread was something like very simple. Baker's numbers, 22 with 36, yeah. 337 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He will not be doing that next week. I will say that or this week. But oh, all right, all right. Let's get think, to it. Do, then. Do you think Detroit's going to let him? Do you think Detroit's going to let him throw three touchdowns? Fuck off. Um, Let's talk right. about events while we're on the pod. Let's go. So we can make picks. We can be a little bit slower with this, which, which is nice. But we have four games this week. We have two on Saturday, two on Sunday. As long as nothing gets weather delayed again. A couple things to note before we do this. First off, the Chiefs are going to Buffalo for the first time in the playoffs since these two quarterback monsters came in to be. The Chiefs are used to playing, used to be in the number one seed, used to playing an arrowhead. Not this time, motherfucker. Packers 49ers, very 90s matchup, huh? Super yeah. 90s matchup. Feels like Take Brett Favre, Steve Young all over again. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that'll be exciting as well. That's going to be in San Francisco. And then rookie versus MVP. And then Baker Mayfield versus Jared Goff. Revenge season. Do the Lions do it? I just want to give that caveat. So starting off in the AFC Saturday, 3.30 p.m. in Baltimore, Texans and Ravens. What are your thoughts? Huh. So Baltimore is a very hard place to win. Yep. And it's a young team. I don't think they have the horses to compete against a John Harbaugh, who is a great chess player. Well rested, Lamar, John Harbaugh. Yeah, well rested, John Harbaugh. Had a couple weeks of film. Watched that game, I'm sure, thoroughly saw all their points. Uh, and Lamar is playing balls off. And you got Odell. Talking humbly on podcasts, think he's going to pop off. 
No running back, though, on that team, so there's no running game to be heard of. Yeah, who's but starting still, running back this week? I don't know, me. And um, You could, power I, guy. Mike Allstop, yeah. bring him back. Uh, yeah, yeah. It looks like I, Gus I'm is take, playing. All right, Gus, get on the Gus, but Gus get on the and bus, Justin, Gus. Justice Hill, good for them. You don't, don't kind of discuss much, but I will say this much. The Ravens win this game. Yep. I believe the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl this year. I'm taking the Ravens as well. It's just wow. Lamar Jackson is the best player in the NFL this year, and the Ravens wow. are the best team in the NFL this year. So that's that on that. The other right, let's one. Let's get an NFC pick. Let's get an NFC. Yeah. Pick so that's, we'll where I was, that's where I was going to go. So the other one on Saturday is that 715 game NFC Packers at 49ers. I was going to say candlestick, but that's not the case no more. But this is a Brett Favre versus. Uh, Steve Young. Young. This is uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Jeff Garcia. <laughs> no, it's Aaron Rodgers versus Alex Smith or Colin Kaepernick. It um, is. I just love Jeff keep... Garcia. But... <laughs> yeah, Jeff Garcia, dog. Um, I am going to go with the 49ers. Yeah. Fuck the Packers. These it's first always... two picks. Yeah. It's always been fuck the Packers. On this podcast, it's always been fuck the Packers. Does it make us seem like losers? Yeah, because we are. No. So fuck. No. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of does. I mean, we are losers. What about us are what about us in football are not losers? Yeah, you got a point. Yeah, it sucks. I know. It's a pill. It's horrible. We're, it's horrible. We're kind of we're football losers. I'm sorry. <laughs> it kind of yeah, stinks. But just go 49ers. I've always been a big gold rush guy. I've always been a big West Coast guy. I've been there so much. So I'm a huge 49ers fan this week. Love it. Never been to California. Um, all right. Next game is going to be midday Sunday. Bucks at Lions. Ooh. Take I em. still think it's another close game, but I cannot go against what they're doing right now. I'm yeah. going to take the Lions. Give me the Lions. I'm rolling. I love them. Team of Destiny, baby. Keep it going. But either way, oh, yeah. whoever wins this game, I'm going to want them to win the next week after that, regardless. Of course. Of course. Um, all right. Finally, Chiefs. In Buffalo against the Bills. This is the one that people are talking about. This, mind you, is Patrick Mahomes' first away playoff game in his entire career. Outside of Super Bowls, obviously, but yes. Fine, but this is his first legitimate playoff game outside of Arrowhead. Yeah. I think if we're talking teams of destiny, this is Josh Allen's year. He's played this game now twice. Yeah. He wins this game. Buffalo Bills lock it in. I'm with you. I agree. I uh, I also think mm. as far as like NFL storyline script writing is concerned, you know, the conspiratorial yeah. oh, aspect yeah. of that. I oh, think yeah. it's like they go to Buffalo. The Bills win this time. The Bills maybe. I mean, if the Bills make the fucking Super Bowl and lose again, like I'm sorry, Buffalo. But. Then they're cursed. This is going to be like a, oh, they went in the year that no one thought they would, and now they fucking maybe won it, or maybe they got past it, and then that rivalry just continues to get hot. So I'm with the Bills. We took the same picks this week, and that's okay because there's only four fucking games, so what are we going to do? Yeah, I know, and it's like I'm not going to just go off parody to go out. Like I'm not going to take the Texans. The Chiefs, you could arguably debate it, and then the Packers, if they're playing as good as they have been, yeah, yeah. maybe, but – 
I well, also, dude, I, I love you, and I like to agree with you, and that's a plus. That's a positive yeah, thing. Yeah, no, and, and I know a lot of people parody, but we're not the parody pot all the time. When we believe in something, we're going to go with it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. If Baker wins, like, talk about a team of destiny, that's truly a great game. You yeah. know, I don't know if anybody did see uh, the reporter after yeah. the game on, on Monday night asking Todd Bowles about – what it would be like to play in Detroit in very cold weather because they're not a cold weather team. And he's like, you know, they play in a dome, right? <laughs> uh, he also said, for what it's worth, and I forgot to say this, he hinted that the Lions aren't watching enough film. He Who said did? Baker Mayfield. He said oh, that, okay. that he was talking about C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who made comments said, um, about Russell Gage, about being prepared for Russell Gage. And Baker saying, I mean, I don't think he's really watched film because he mentioned Russell Gage. You know, we love Russell, but he hasn't played a snap this year. He might be going <laughs> on preseason stuff the media was talking about, but he didn't play our first game. So I'm excited to see him. I think he's a really good player. He just needs to do a little more film study. <laughs> Ooh. Roasted. Baker's always been good with the zingers. I will yeah. say that much. But before, before be we close it out, too, I just want to say our boy – Congrats. Josh Giddy, Newport Beach PD has confirmed that Josh Giddy's case is officially closed due to lack of corroborating evidence. So investigation will not progress and he is cleared of any charges. Josh Giddy, jog my memory. He's the one that dated the girl that's not underage, but might be underage or. Oh, we're going was, back to but... basketball. Pod. Yeah. Okay. All right. So not actually He's... our boy. I have no connection to him, but like, I do think he got. I, Josh... I think he got shafted is what I'm saying. And it seems like. Okay. No one's going to give any information. So I feel like he did get shafted. Well, hey, and then in other news, it's football playoff times. Some yeah. of the best times of the year. You, know, yes, you could argue is. Christmas, you could argue New Year, yeah. but it's football playoff time. And what a great time to be listening to season four now of Ooh. the Taxi Squad podcast. We are three weeks in and many more to go. And as you know, come rain, shine, snow, sleet, hail, we do it. Minus the power grid going down. Conspiracy pot could happen, Not but happening we, will here. Always be, <laughs> we will always bring the content. So as always, this is the year of the siblings. You got yeah. a brother, you got a sister. Maybe you got a stepsister. Maybe you got a half brother. Maybe I don't know what you got, but you got to share it. All right. Maybe you got share a brother in law. Right. Check us on all major platforms YouTube, TikTok, you name it. Spotify. We're on it. Give us a follow. Hit the download button. Keep us in your thoughts. Keep us in your prayers. We'll see you next week. <gasps> Peace.